You now tuned in to the Gunk Town Podcast. I'm your boy Doug B. We ain't got nothing to talk about, but we got something to talk about. Let's go. Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the Gumptown Podcast, episode three. I'm your boy, Doug B. If you tuned in, first things first, I want to thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Today's guest is my brother from another mother. I met this gentleman back at Alabama State University, at the Alabama State University back in 2006. Been a good friend ever since. He's the founder and owner of you get the company name right. Equipped Community Defense Training and Tactics. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a warm Gump Town round of applause for Trent Bennett. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Trent, what's Appreciate going on, it. bro? Man, you know, just another day. Just another day and just loving life right now. Everything's good. How you doing, my brother? Man, all is well, man, all is well. And um, I'm right with you, right? When you say it's another day, man, living life, man. Um, first things first, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule, man, to chop it up with me for a few minutes. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No problem. No problem. Glad to be here. I appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Anytime. So, yeah, man, for the people who don't know Trent Bennett, man, tell the people a little bit of, a little bit of your story. Where you from and how did you get to where you are now? All right, um, I like doing this, man. Um, so my name's Trent Bennett for um, everybody who doesn't know me. Um, I'm originally from Troy, Alabama. So right down the street from Montgomery. Um, I attended Alabama State with my boy, Dubby. We met back in 2006. Um, I can remember him when we first met. I remember I had my Pike County shirt on and he would be like, oh, they go Pike County up in here. <laughs> so we, it was always funny and that's always stuck with me. And that's what brought me uh, to meet Doug B. But yeah, we attended Alabama State together. Um, after um, I left Alabama State, I moved to Huntsville, Alabama, uh, where I work for Huntsville Fire and Rescue right now as an assistant fire marshal. Um, also at this time now, as you, when you had on the intro, I am a founder, actually I'm a co-founder along with my wife of Equipped Community Defense Training and Tactics. Um, we're, I'm a co-owner of that. And we teach firearms classes, firearms safety, um, history, just a little bit of everything about firearms. And we predominantly want to cater to our community because of the stigma that comes with the use of firearms and just want to educate our people and just anybody who's willing to listen. Okay, man. Okay. Okay. That's a great story, man. Um, definitely got you. So originally from Troy, came to Alabama State. Now you're living in Huntsville. So about, so, um, so about equipped community defense training and tactics. So the products and services you all offer, of course, you mentioned educating our community in particular, educating our people about gun safety and things of that nature. Do you all offer any other any any other services outside of that? Uh, do you have any classes or any um, manuals or any eBooks you all working on? So not at the moment. Um, well, one thing that usually what you get if you take a class with us. So one thing that we do teach you, yeah, we do have classes. Um, one of our biggest hits is we have a, a class called 
uh, Sassy and Concealed, which has been our biggest seller uh, for women. Um, so when you sign up for that class, you do get an ebook because the ebook is what we're certified through the USCCA, which is the United States Concealed Carry Association. And you get an ebook once you sign up for that class, so you'll have it digitally. And you have the information of that. So you, we talk about, you know, home defense, um, concealed carry, um, just the law of, you have to know your state law. And it's very important because like I said, um, most people don't know that statistically in the year 2020, we already know how, uh, how much chaos is in the year 2020. And people was kind of just going crazy. And, you know, I felt like that was the perfect time that, you know, we need to get ourselves to learn how to protect ourselves. And we want to be able to do it the legal way. So that's why we brought that company. Me and my wife got certified as firearms instructors. But also, too, another thing is I have a gun club up here in Huntsville called the Rocket City Gun Club, which, like I said, we're also teaching training in that and also the history. So we just want to be able to do stuff like that and to try to stop the negative connotation when you see African-Americans with firearms, because we've only seen it a few ways. It's always been taught to be a bad thing in our community. And one thing I know is that as African-Americans, when there's something against us that's historically racist, well, if people understood that the second amendment, if we go back in history, that it affected us as well then too. And we were not supposed to arm ourselves. And laws such as the black codes kept us from arming ourselves and protecting ourselves and protecting our families. So the more of us knew that, I'm sure we could change a lot of minds of our people in our community in regards to the use of firearms and protecting ourselves. Wow. Good people. You just heard a whole history lesson from my brother. And also the, the most the most important thing that stands out to me and that should stand out to y'all, to you all who are listening. They are certified in this. They're not just running some mom and pop business, fly by night type of situation. Trent yes, and his sir. wife Madison, they are certified. They they know what they're doing. They're professionals. They specialize in this, man. And that in itself, man, that's man, that's that's so dope, man. And um, that's great. I'm I'm proud of you and the missus for starting this company to educate us, man, because like you just said, it's a negative stigma around. African-Americans, people of color when it comes to, to guns, but man, gun safety is so important and what you all yes. are doing is so important for, for our community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yes, sir. So, <clears throat> so that, so that leads to my next question and you kind of answered it while you were talking, talking about the company. I was going to ask you, what was that aha moment that sparked the idea to start this? You basically just broke down our history and the negative stigma around African Americans and gun safety. So that was pretty much your aha moment. You all's aha moment to start the company. Most definitely. Um, so I can I can almost tell you exactly to the date of when uh, me and my wife, because literally we really haven't been um, dealing with firearms for that long, uh, for over a year now, which is you know a really a short time. But we progressed so fast because we studied we practiced um my dad is a, a police officer my mom she was a jealous so law enforcement and everything was in my community it's already in my household but you know we have firearms but i was never taught never taught the proper ways the uh just some of the history and everything i said okay 
we need to go and get certified because we don't know what people's mindsets are these days. Um, there's always so much negativity and people are just out here to hurt you and you have to protect yourself. So it was like June 6th of 2020, we decided to get our first um, firearm. And we went from there, just started training and started training and started training. I'm like, you know what? We need to bring this um, to the community. So it started off before we um, owned the company. I started the Rocky City Gun Club, which is part of the National African-American Gun Association, which is the largest African-American gun association in the nation with over 40,000 people nationwide and over 120 chapters um, nationwide. And that was founded in 2015. And when you think about the National African-American Gun Association, a lot of people like to think of that as the black NRA. Mm. And when it comes down to the NRA, I'm not joining the NRA. Historically, they had some issues in regards to our community. We brought, I wanted to bring the Rocket City Gun Club because we're gonna speak out on things that they wouldn't speak out on. Um, if it's anything such as police shootings, NRA will stay silent. But because NAGA, which is short for National African-American Gun Association, mm -hmm. they spoke out. And as we're you know, getting bigger, getting bigger and getting bigger, the words now are starting to hold more weight because we are growing. Because so you got a lot of people, you do have a lot of African-Americans who are in the NRA, but they're leaving that to join us. And one thing we hear about a lot is gun control. If we, and as African-Americans, if we understood what gun control actually is, how it is inherently racist, then that's one, I was, one thing I was saying, you remember me saying a few minutes ago, is if we understand things that are against us, we'll fight against it. Right. So gun control, that's part of the black codes. Um, history says if people know about the Black Panther Party. So with the Black Panther Party, one thing we knew is they had themselves armed. And one thing about that is the NRA supported gun control at that time to disarm the Black Panther Party mm -hmm. through the Mulford Act. So that's another uh, form of gun control. So the only time they speak against gun control now, but they supported it to disarm Black people, mm. which is horrible. So that's right. why I don't have no interest in joining the NRA. And this is for us. It doesn't discriminate. Anybody can join, mm -hmm. um, but it's something for us. So, but that was kind of another aha moment for us. It was to ed help educate and teach the history. So I brought the gun club to Huntsville, which I'm the president of. Um, and we have four chapters actually in Alabama. You have one in Montgomery, which is the uh, capital city gun club. Okay. The one in Birmingham is the Iron City Gun Club. The one in Miss, um, not Mississippi, uh, Mobile is the Port City Triple, Triple Nickels Gun Club. And then you have one in Huntsville, which is the Rocky City Gun Club. So those are the aha moments for me that sparked all of this, um, of the Second Amendment, fighting for the Second Amendment and helping people to understand because you know just as much as I know it does that many people are scared of what they don't understand. Yes, sir. Um, if you don't understand it and don't understand the stuff behind it, then you're not willing to accept a lot of the things we're here to teach people about the different laws and teach people the different um, you know, misconceptions of what they think. You have to be able to research things on your own. One of the biggest things you hear right now is AR-15. It's a bad thing. You hear everybody talking about, well, that's an assault rifle. And they think AR stands for assault rifle. When in fact, 
A-R stands for Armalite, which is a name. It's the brand, it's the type of a, it's the type of a rifle. And something as simple as an assault rifle, you got to know the difference between an assault rifle or, you know, just your regular rifle. People want to say that the AR-15 is a weapon of war. Well, it's not. It's a civilian rifle. The M4 or M16 is a weapon of war. When you can go fully automatic or you can go three-shot burst. An AR-15 is a semi-automatic weapon. That means you pull the trigger once, you get one shot, just like your regular handgun. But people don't know that because they are already just trying to turn their knowledge out and don't want to, they being intellectually lazy. So you have to open your mind and be open-minded to things like that. So that's why we're here to teach. No, man, and everything you just broke down was so great. And what you just, and you were talking about, um, a lot of a lot of people are intellectually lazy, and that's so true. And that is, and something else I want the people who are listening to understand. He didn't start this, he and his wife did not start this company to teach black people how to be militant. No, they, they started this company to educate because that's what we need in our community. Just being completely transparent. We're not we, like education, gun safety, gun laws. We need to have a better understanding of these things. So, so we can progress and, you know, I mean, knowledge is, knowledge is power, applied knowledge is power. So I commend you all for, for start starting the company once again. So you, you had the aha moment. You all decided in June 2020 to get certified. How soon after the aha moment of you all getting certified did you all actually put in the action of starting the company, of starting Equip? So what we did was um, after we started the gun club first, that was first and foremost, and we started that in October 2020. And then me and my wife uh, went to go um, get certified around January of 2021. And after that, uh, after we went to our course, literally a few days later, we had uh, our first, we uh, announced our first class in which was gonna take about a month or I think it was about a month before uh, we did it. And within um, our first class, we were um, booked um, in less than a week. All our spots was filled. And um, so we said, okay, this one's filled. We're gonna have another one. And then another one, when we posted another one, it happened again. And I think like within a week, we only had two spots left. So it was filling up quick. So it's kind of died down just a little bit, but um, the interest was there. And then sometimes you can get a lot of interest and then it just dies down, but we're still here. And that's what, that's when we, I mean, we went into it full fledged, we went hard. So we kind of, you know, doing it sporadically. Some people would request us for one-on-one -on -one sessions. Um, we have a class coming up in October, on October 16th, um, another Sassy and Concealed class. And we just showing people how to do everything the right way, the correct way. And just kind of step back one moment was, um, like I said, in 2020, I don't think I mentioned this part, but African-Americans were the highest new gun owners, um, highest percentage of new gun owners in America over 8 million new firearms were bought by African-Americans. So why is that significant to me? Well, many of us buy them, but first thing we do is go put it in a drawer and it right. just sits there, collects dust, or we don't go receive the proper training 
or when we go to the range because we haven't talked been taught correctly we about to shoot our hands off because we don't know how to grip it properly <laughs> right it's a, it's a lot of video it's a lot of stuff in there that you can see on youtube and it's embarrassing because we're not doing taking the proper um precautions of learning how to the firearm functions it's so much more to just getting one and trying to use it and don't and it, it's so much that goes into it so Right. That's why we're here. And we actually had a class in Montgomery. Um, I think it was on March uh, 6th. And um, mm-hmm. I came down there and I taught a class down there and it went well. Uh, it had uh, changed a lot of people's uh, perspective about, um, you know, the use of firearms and how to use it properly. Um, and one thing about it is if you if we can just get people to try it and just you know, learn from it, you'll actually find out how much you actually enjoy it because it's not just about shooting, but that's actually another stress reliever. Um, you can use it as therapy. It's something, if you if you have, you know, I kind of use that like when I go working out uh, or going, you know, punching a bag and doing some boxing and stuff like that. It's one way to help, you know, release some stress because of our everyday lives that we have to deal with. Going to the gun range and just being able to shoot something down range, that's, you know, that's therapy. That's therapy. Right. And just learning how to do it, it's, it's pretty cool. It's really cool. But sometimes that, you know, people can get a bad experience if they don't have the right way to do it. So we encourage people to get training. Get training because that one bad mistake you may make, it may turn you off. And we've seen that. So, but that was our that was our thing when we came with Equipped. Is not only are we trying to equip you to protect yourself, but we want to equip you with the proper knowledge to be able to protect yourself and your family and learn the history as it pertains to you as African-Americans. So that's why we brought Equipped. Right. Awesome, man. Man, that was, man, that was great. That was great, man. So you all did not spend a whole bunch of time. So basically after you all got certified in 2020, you all didn't spend a bunch of time um, analyzing uh, and thinking about it. Y'all went right forward and started the classes. And like you said, People were interested and they signed up. And um, that's great, man. Like, because a lot of times, and the reason I asked that question is from the time you had the aha moment to get certified and when you started the company, it's really, it's really, it's really to help people out there, like myself at one point, who was sitting around with an idea, sitting on the idea, afraid to step out there. Because I mean, especially because we're all unique, man. Even if it's, even if it's a gazillion, gun clubs, training classes, or a gazillion podcasts. No, no, no two people are just alike. So we can right. all bring our, our different flavor to it. So I commend you. I commend you and your wife for starting the company, man. And um that leads into my next question, man. So yep. so man, really uh it comes down to audacity, man, to step out there and start a company, man. And it takes courage and it takes boldness and it takes sheer audacity to step out there like who were some of your influences or what influenced you to like, what gave you the courage? What gave you the audacity to, to step out there and start equipped in the midst of a pandemic? So let's go back to some of my history. Um, a lot of people may have know that, known that me and my wife, we used to own a kickboxing gym. So, you know, we used to own that. We had that for two years before we gave that up. So we were already business owners once before. And um, we was, that was just another thing, you know, we're trying to help people change their lives. So everything that we do, it's all about self, uh, you know, self-care, self, uh, 
preserving your life and everything. So that's what we uh, do. But as far as the influences of stepping out there, as far as, you know, owning your own business, Mm -hmm. I can't really say because I really didn't have much. A lot of my knowledge and stuff that I've gained, now I'm not taking away from some people that I've learned from, but a lot of stuff I had to learn on my own. It was kind of like, you know, you know, when I struggled or anything like that, I had to learn how to get myself out of there. But alone, not just me, but, you know, with my wife, when you have struggles and you have um, each other, you learn how to, you know, work through things and push forward and think about things. So as far as the influence of wanting to start our own business, that was just something we kind of thought of, you know, was, hey, we should be able to do. I mean, we figured out we could do anything we pretty much want to do. Right. Why not start our own business? Um, and to be honest with you, Doug, it was it was kind of we kind of questioned it a little bit because once we owned a kickboxing gym and man, that is some tough work that is, people think that just because you own something, they think it's easy. Oh, man, you're, right. you're great. But when you have employees that you have to payroll, you have to do taxes, all of that. When you go into that, oh, my goodness, man, it is stressful. I think I, I gained a few hair, uh, gray hairs at, around that time when we owned it. I'm like, no kidding. Right. But, you know, we was kind of hesitant about doing the business again because one thing we have to do is, you know, a Black-owned business, one thing you hear about is, you know, support Black-owned. And that's, that's actually sometimes it's a struggle. It could be a struggle because as the African-American community, um, we're going to support what we like. Right. And... One thing, as far as, you know, being in Alabama, when I go back to kickboxing, fitness is definitely not one of the biggest things. Um, I think we're like number three, as far as in the obesity rate in the state. Yep. So um, we, we, had, we had the resource, we had a black owned gym and, you know, it wasn't, the support wasn't really there as much as it should have been. So when we did um, came with Equipped, you know, we were thinking the same thing as far as, you know what, we, we, we try to weigh the pros and the cons. And only thing about this is we ain't got to pay no other employees. So that's a good thing. That's one good thing right there. But we said, we're going to step out on faith and we're going to try this again because we know we need this. And we need to learn how to protect ourselves, um, especially the women. Our black women um, is so major. Um, sex trafficking is at an all time high. Right. Domestic domestic violence is at an all time high. Um, We want to have our women equipped with the knowledge to learn how to protect themselves. I get mad at my wife if she leaves the house and she don't have a firearm with because she needs to have a fighting chance. She got to come back home to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, sir. You better believe it. So at least I know that when she leaves the house, she has herself protected because every the way life is going is unpredictable. It so is. we encourage, so we encourage our women to learn. And then once it's actually a good skill, it's a skill that if you don't, you know, keep it up, you know, it'll perish just like any other skill. So it is a skill to learn how to do that. But that that's pretty much where we're at with that. And most of our clients have been African-American women and, it, and it's been great. And I think we we've changed a lot of uh, misconceptions about the firearm, and you would be surprised, though, man. We have a lot of our women love AR-15s now. <laughs> they they love shooting the AR-15 now because it's actually easier to shoot than your regular handgun. Wow. 
Wow, I didn't know that. Believe it or not. You just, you just it, educated me. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It really is. And we just say, hey, give it. I just say, hey, give it a try. I guarantee you'll like it. I think we might have had one or two that said, I can't really do it. But they didn't really say they didn't hate it, but they actually kind of liked it. But for the most part, they actually love it. They really love it. They say, oh, I got to go get me one today. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. But it's been great, man. I, I like doing that and being able to change the um the whole mindset in regards to that. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, and uh, that and uh, that was a great answer to the to the, the whole having audacity and um, your influences. So basically, you all previously had a business, so the audacity been there. So starting the crib, you were just basically you had to get over whatever happened with the the kickboxing situation to start this. I commend you for that, man, to step out there on faith again because, like you said at like you said early on in, in our uh, discussion, you studied the numbers and you saw that a high number of African-Americans made firearm purchases in 2020. So you saw a need and you mm -hmm. feel that need with this class, man. So yes. that takes audacity, bro. Like that's, that's not something that's, that's easy, man. And like you were talking about, even the, even the, the black owned business stigma and, and people only support what they, what they like or they understand, man, People are going to, people have been supporting equipment and they're going to continue to support equipment because like you said, with all this crime that's going on, the trafficking, all the things that's going on, like women want to learn how to protect themselves. So man, I commend right. you for stepping back out there and starting this business, man, because like you like, yeah, man, like this is going to, this is going to fill the need, man, to teach, educate people how to properly protect themselves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, and um, so that, that leads me right into my next question. What's the ultimate vision for Equip? Are you and the wife planning on eventually hiring hiring employees, or are you all going to continue just to do it as a uh, dynamic duo? As far as as far as the, as far as the company itself, are you all going to just continue to tag team and do those classes, or are you all eventually looking to hire on a team? Yeah, so if we can grow, um, and get the support that we need. We eventually want to have our own gun range and um have our own gun store where you can purchase because not only and this is another service you, you asked about services earlier earlier right. but i forgot to mention this when most of our women go into a gun store it's already intimidating because you're gonna get that look as an african-american or just an african-american in general of why are you in here um do you get that you get that funny look and everybody know what I mean by that. And that's yeah. real. <laughs> so we, we tell them, if you need somebody to go with you, reach out to us. It's going to either be me or my wife, Madison, that's going to go with them to help them get that experience. So we educate people to say, no, do your research of what you want before you go in there, because they'll try to sell you anything. And you, it's not, you don't need to be just so anything. You need to know what you want when you go in there so that you look like you know what you're talking about. Right. But we'll but we go. That's another thing. We'll go with you to go and help you purchase a firearm so we can weigh your options because there's so many out there. So we help in that aspect as well. Um, but like I said, man, this whole thing is just it's actually been a blessing, um, it, even though, you know, it's it's tough. It is tough. But, you know, I'm we're happy about it and we love doing it because, you know, we're seeing a need. The need it, it was a need for for our community so we just happy to have been able to bring this um to everybody 
So that's kind of where we're at. But I kind of jumped off the question. No, um, I ain't good, man. <laughs> so so if you could relay that question to me one more time. Oh, man, no worries, man. I'm just asking. Uh, no, nah, you good, man. You good, man. You're educating me and the good people. So it's all good. So basically the question was, what's the – What's the long-term vision for the company? Are you all, are you and the wife just looking to continue to be a dynamic duo and teach classes or do you all eventually want to hire other instructors? So Got you, you can, okay. Yeah, so you can okay. branch out some of the, so you can uh, give out some of the work. Got you. We will hope to get to that one day. I say open our own gun range, our own store, that's the go. And if right. we get big enough, we would love to hire uh, some employees to work for us. And that's the long time goal, but it's right now we're gonna be just a dynamic duo, like you said. Right. So that's that's pretty short term. That's what we're doing. Long term, we hope to own our own thing, and who knows, maybe I can retire, lead the fire department and do that full time. But I don't plan. I don't plan on doing that right as of right now. <laughs> but but that that is the main goal. Um, and to have our, another storefront, you hopefully one day somebody can y'all come to Huntsville, y'all see equipped, and it's at a storefront. And that would that would be truly be a blessing, and that's our that's our ultimate goal. Yes, sir. And trust me, man. Just um, no matter what, man. Just keep going. You know, just keep just keep educating us, man. Keep putting out those stats and those videos that you put out on Facebook. Like, just keep keep educating the people, man. Because whether whether we want it, whether we want to hear it, we need to hear it. So just keep educating the people, man. And um. So as we as we come to an end, man, I just wanna let's talk about the gun, man. Um in terms of your overall development as a as a man and just your evolution, what is what does Montgomery mean to you? Like what's what what's one positive thing you learned? What's one impactful thing you learned while you were in Montgomery like that has helped you to this present day? If you can think of one. Yeah, um, I would, the one word I could say is manhood. It helped me to develop um, into a man. Um, Montgomery showed me the struggles mm -hmm. of life. Um, anything worth having, you're going to struggle. Um, living in Montgomery those four years, um, coming from Troy, like I said, which is ain't but 45 minutes away from each other. I feel like Montgomery helped me develop myself into a man because we dealt with struggles most college students deal with struggles yeah and um that's one thing i could say as far as montgomery and you know just resilient because i know is a lot of things that's going down in montgomery right now it's it's tough down in montgomery mm -hmm. but you know montgomery's resilient they're gonna they're gonna be fine um it's just life but if i could say it was one thing that montgomery taught me is to how to be a man and and to uh, always push forward and to never give up even through your struggles, because there's always sunshine when you come out the darkness. There it is. That is a, that, he just dropped some gems on you. Hey, and uh, man, and the reason I asked that, asked that question is, of course, the, this podcast is about the gun, and I'm bringing light to the gun with this podcast. So I'm, I'm thankful to hear you say that being in the gun taught you how to be a man, taught you how to overcome struggle, taught you to push forward, man. And, uh, that's great. So, sure, man. Most definitely. Yep. Yes, sir. So, how can the people connect with you, man? Um, what's your, and of course, I'm going to put all your information in the description of the podcast. How can people connect connect with you on Facebook and IG? Uh, let them know your, your, um, your 
handles? Okay, so on Facebook, you can connect with me, you know, Trent Bennett. Y'all can find me on that. Um, our business is, we have two pages on Facebook, Equip Community Defense Training and Tactics. Um, you can also connect with me on Instagram as well, Trent Bennett. Um, I try to keep it pretty simple. I don't get on too much social, different social media platforms. That's another job in itself of trying yeah. to learn how to keep those managed. So I'm pretty much on Facebook and Instagram. If anybody um, have any questions, you know, feel free to contact me. I'll be glad to help you out any way I can. Um, but just look for Trent Bennett and then on Facebook, look for Equipped and you'll be fine. You'll be connected to me. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, Trent, man, today has been very educational. Man, you came through with a lot of great wisdom for the for the good people out there, man. And um, definitely appreciate you. And I'm proud of you and the wife for uh, starting Equipped. I wish you all nothing but success. And um, I appreciate, this, appreciate you again for taking time out of your schedule to chop it up with me for a few minutes, man. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you, Dub B, man. And I just want to say to the people in Montgomery, uh, y'all keep your heads up down there, stay vigilant, stay strong, and um, keep pushing forward. And, you know, God bless y'all. There it is. Well, good people. That concludes another great episode of the Gumtown Podcast. We gone, but before we leave, remember, be blessed, be safe, but most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Gone. Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.